0: everybody welcome to a new podcast something a little different something a new something you might be used to something that we are hoping you'll want to get used to um podcast that me and my friend decided to start good friend of mine um just had some issues kind of on our heart and wanted to talk about and you know just kind of grow from there just kind of feed off each other uh, wrestle with some things, have fun with some things, uh, things of the past, uh, things of the present, and some things that we might think might happen in the future. Mm-hmm. So we're thankful for you being here with us today, um, and hopefully you stick with us and, you know, just stay along for the ride because I think it's going to be a good one. So um, I'm your host. Um, go by the name of Berto. Nickname that was given to me back in school, <laughs> back in high school. So, been riding with it ever since. Hey. And got my co-host with me. Uh, introduce yourself, my man. Hey, it's your boy, Mark G, man, or
1: Mark Guidry. Um, that's the name my mama gave me. That is the <laughs> name his mama gave him. Um, I could man, have said the know, name man, my mom gave me, but look, I didn't want to do hey, it. Hey, dude, I got, like, an interesting story, man. It's quite embarrassing, but I'm going to be vulnerable for you guys,
0: man. Um, it was so, it wait, what, huh? is it? Cause you know, like most people say, it's biblical based. Is that no? The, oh, okay.
1: <laughs> Look, I, let me check it out. Let me run it. Um, so when I was what, when my mom was pregnant with me, the, um, she was under the impression that I was gonna be a, a girl, man. Mm-hmm. For the longest, the doctor told my mom, "It's it's a it's gonna be a girl." Yeah. So she had a name already picked out. My name was gonna be Marquetta. So, oh. Okay. So <laughs> hey, when I was born, hey, it was far from a girl. You feel me? Like we made a mistake. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so okay. look, they had no other name, yeah. so they said we're just gonna name him after his daddy, Mark. So man. boom.
0: So you're a junior.
1: I'm a junior, bro. See, I never knew that. MJ, you never knew that to the day. Real, me and, man, me and you
0: been knowing each other. he ten years now. Yes, I never knew he was a junior. Uh,
1: for real, man. All right, so so that's the backstory, man. It's, that's quite embarrassing, bro. I, I have
0: know. a confession there.
1: You had the same story.
0: Same story. <laughs> No uh, lie, no way. They were looking at the ultrasound. I was playing with myself in the ultrasound. So I was coming with myself <laughs> yeah, up. So, so this whole time they oh were playing gosh. it for a girl. When my mom thought cuz my it's brother's older. Scary. So my mom thought she was wow. about to have a girl. <laughs> they they was like as I'm coming out, my pops will tell the story. It's a girl, it's a it's a boy. They seen that. Day. So my mom yeah. had a few names already picked out, you know. Jeremiah because that was in the Bible, but yeah, you know, yeah. give me jeremy mm. or whatever but she in her mind she was thinking that it was going to be a girl i was covering myself up in the oversign over whatever. <laughs> i mean uh ultrasound or whatever. so I mean, they were kind of playing you know kind of For hoping sure. because my mom was, she still mentioned that i never had my girl now that i have a daughter now yeah yeah she's like that's the girl that i was Come supposed on, to man. have that I didn't or my wife, she kind of views my wife as like daughter-in-law. Like she wants to have her mother daughter come that mother-daughter and relationship. Cause I was supposed that's to be real. that girl, to her. and I think she really had her sights set on that. She, she wasn't upset when yeah. she come in. Shoot, she got a kid, but she that's thought, wonder, man. you know, so that's hilarious, man.
1: Did you, she had a name picked out already?
0: Yeah, I forgot what she told me. Oh man, I didn't yeah. care. I, <laughs> I was here, so man, I... yeah, yeah, man. That's hilarious, man. So, wow. um, basically. We want to just kind of talk to you about why we um, wanted to start this podcast. And I know in this day and age, everybody's kind of doing podcasts and stuff like that. And to me personally, Mm -hmm. I think that's okay. I feel like you can never have enough. You know, you like to have different perspectives, um, different things of that nature. So um, Mm. one of the reasons we uh, wanted to start it, you know, um, we're both men of the Christian faith. Um, We're both two black males. And we get faced with things that bother us, uh, especially in today's world in today's society, things that frustrate us, things that bother us that maybe the church doesn't know how to handle. doesn't mm. talk about, um, mm. in a good enough way or on a, uh, consistent enough basis. Mm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah. So yeah, that just kind of just wanting to talk about some things, you know, um, the name of the podcast is Eight Hundred Eight Narnia, um, and pretty much what that means is me and Mark both. I'm sure he can attest to this. Like we were both raised on hip hop culture. Like mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but I'm talking for me. I'm talking Rap City. I'm talking your yeah. TV raps at a early age. Mm. I'm talking riding with my uncle. He got beat in the trunk. Mm. You know, Come on, man. playing old stuff. Yeah, I'm talking about yeah. coming home. I grew up in a small town, in Orange, Texas. I'm talking coming home, and I'm supposed to ride the bus home or ride the bus to my grandmother's house. But my aunt worked at the school, okay. So I say, I no, I'm going home with you, and I ride mm-hmm. home with her because my cousin, who in high school, he got the LL Cool J tape. Come on, man, raw fusion, yeah, stuff yeah. like that that I want to go back and listen to. Like when I say raw fusion, people have <laughs> no a lot idea. of people have no <laughs> idea who I'm talking about. Raw fusion was, um, Money B and somebody else from. Digital Underground, that was mm-hmm. the kind of group that they had made or whatever. So, sweet, yeah. sweet, sweet. Had a, wow, what's that song I remember? Wild Francis? Had a dope come on, some Wild Francis? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, that's me. Yeah, so, yeah. just <laughs> music just being influenced <laughs> by hip hop or something like that at a super, super, super early age, man. So, damn, man, so that's, no. that's pretty much where the 808s part come from. And I'll let you explain the Narnia part. Yeah. And my, what I was thinking with that, man, was that, um,
1: pretty much nothing is off the table. You feel me? I mean, we can discuss a wide, um, range of, of topics that, um, I guess that people won't even, um, people are, are just afraid to even touch, you know, um, Cause when I think about it, it's Narnia and this podcast, you know, I want it to be like, um, like a buffet. You feel me? Where there's something for, for everybody, you know, it's just not, um, a certain food that only caters to certain people, but we want to have, you know, not just, uh, the fried chicken, but we want to have, you know, from, you know what I'm saying? The, the okra to the, the ice cream. I mean, everything, you know, there ain't nothing that's off the table. You can get some from everything, but, um, you know, and I think about the church. I know a lot of times there's certain um, topics that um, are taboo, man, taboo. that people don't want to touch, that people don't want to yep. talk about. But there's, um, and a lot of times I think that can leave people um, in bondage. You know, people that may have struggles with certain things, yeah. and um, they don't have. You know, they leave
0: people in limbo too, because yeah. they just kind of. I don't know. Yes, man, and and it's that it's the gray. Because a yeah, lot of people, um, a lot of people try to, the Bible is written in black and white, it's black and white, but they don't see that there are some underlying things that are just grace. Some things are not touched, mm. you know, because what took place then in society could be rather similar, but not exactly the same. But then some stuff that happened then isn't, you know what's happening now or some stuff that's happening now didn't happen then. So it's like not necessarily an answer for it. Mm. So it's like, okay, it's somewhere in the middle. Mm. It's this gray thing. It's kind of blurred or whatever. When you right, mix white right. and black together, you get gray. So get it's gray like, for sure. You got to understand there's some gray areas too. Yes. You know, for
1: sure. And we're definitely not afraid of touching, um, you know, the Chronicles of Narnia, some C.S. Lewis, you mm-hmm. know, um, and all those things are, we can uh, are uh, applicable I means to, to life, you know. Um, and I definitely, you know, we can be nerdy, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So nothing, man, we're going to talk about yeah. it all, man. We Nothing's want, um, off the table, man. Ain't nothing, that's the that's what we really want to communicate. Nothing is off yeah. the table, you know.
0: We're two uh, married men um, with husbands, also fathers. Mm-hmm. So we may have a episode one day where we want to talk about relationships and marriage and mm. how that works and stuff like that and mm. ways that we didn't screwed up. You know, yeah. I'm come on man. This year'll be my thirteenth year being married. Come you on know, man, it's coming November. What's up, know, November? I, I, yeah, I didn't screwed up some stuff. Yeah, so I can sure. I can I can tell you how to mess some up. Come on man. Hey. oh yeah, man. And don't me let me be in a bro. setting. Don't let me be in a setting with other couples. Somebody else going down with me. I ain't going to be the only dude to go be, Oh, no. This the Titanic. We all going down, baby. <laughs> I ain't going to be the only dude to go down. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I'm going to throw somebody in there with me. You guys, yeah, And real, at the same bro. time, hmm. if I got a homie who's going down, I'm usually going to want to jump in there and just go down with just going me. i get in him, trouble man. with you, man. It's just, I'm with yeah, you. Yeah, man. I'll pay it. for it later. I know it's tough.
1: Like, <laughs> like we're so afraid to be vulnerable, man, and to mm-hmm. be open and to be, and show, I mean, weakness when the Bible, like, man Paul talks about man when we are weak, you know. That's when we are, you know. Mm-hmm. God's strength is is his his glorious seen and shown in in human weakness. But yet that's something that we we demonize or like we're looked at as, you know, you're not supposed to be weak or vulnerable, you know. And yeah. a lot of times I feel as men we be, we can become handicapped because of that, you know, because yeah. we just want to be hard and tough and uh-huh. we're afraid to share our weaknesses and the struggles that we do have is, you know, just being human, you know, it's okay. You know what I'm saying? That we mess up. And
0: we got to though. We, we have to, because nowadays what's so talked about now is mental health and things of that nature. Mm. Um, all the times growing up as far as being a man and stuff like that. And I wrestle with this with my son too, Mm. is I have to let him be vulnerable and I have to let him express his emotions. Mm. Sometimes I want to, Doing mm-hmm. how I was raised. Nah, man, be a man, man. Don't cry stuff like that. But it's mm-hmm. like, no, sometimes real. you have to express your emotions in that manner to try to get it out. Of, or that may be the only way you know how to express it at that time. So you may need help walking through it. So it's just me man. having to learn how to walk through that with him.
1: For real, man. I've been yeah. reading a book. Um, It's by Jason Wilson. It's called Cry Like a Man. Cry Like a Man. Mm-hmm. You've, you've read it? I got it. it. Hey. I hadn't read it yet, but I got it. It's dope. Mm-hmm. Was, yeah. and it. I mean, he's talking about some of the same things we're, we're talking about. You yeah. know, just guys. I mean, he's like talked to uh, guys like he's in, in prison, man, and his guys have not. They don't know what it means to weep. You know, and and the healing that. I mean, it's 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 been shown, I guess, scientifically yeah. that I mean crying and weeping can actually um, yeah. do some things to to help you cope better. You know, with mm-hmm. um with the pain with the trauma of of yeah. loss and but dude just. I've been told that crying is, is weakness. Yeah, so we've been
0: programmed. We've been programmed. But and man, when you... dehumanize
1: in a way, you know what I'm saying? When like,
0: you hold a lot of stuff in, then you finally get that good cry where you let that out. It's something oh, liberating You're be feeling that, better. Yeah. You don't like the snot bubbles over there. No. But man, <laughs> you feel, feel like God done okay. released a, a weight yes. off you.
1: Yes, man. But we think that masculinity yeah. is... You know, like that's not... No part of masculinity mm. is showing any sign of weakness. But... Yeah. Far from true. I mean, look at Jesus Himself, man. You know, said, "Come to me, all who are
0: heavy laden, carry burdens. I will give you rest." And it's like,
1: and then Jesus weep. You know, and Scripture makes that plain. You know, he wept. Man, he struggled in the garden of Gethsemane. You know, I mean, come on, man. And he was every bit of a man. You feel me? But yet he wept. You know, he was wept. He
0: showed emotion. He loved. You know, better than we could, I tell yeah. you, I don't like y'all that much that I would have did all that for y'all. Come on, bro, for real, man. <laughs>
1: he went, man, yeah. he's, I mean, that, that's something that always, like, encourages me, man, just uh I mean, at GS, he was 100% man at the same time as he was, you mm-hmm. know, with the fullness of God dwelling in him, but yet he was still just like one of us, you know, still yeah, able to weep, but, um, yeah, yeah, man, some we good stuff. That's like a whole nother podcast, man. Yeah, we We're definitely going to touch on that, too, that.
0: just, uh that that's something good we can discuss later on. So I want y'all guys to just stay on for the ride because that's a good topic of for real. Jesus and how he handled people within the church and how he handled people outside of the church. Because mm-hmm. there's definitely some misconceptions that come with that. There's definitely some stuff mm-hmm. that come with that that people really don't understand or don't pay attention to it. They don't apply it good enough. Right, right. So that's pretty much the backstory of 808s and Narnias. You know um just why we decided to come up that me and mark was just deciding the podcast and then i just i just kind of came up with that randomly just thinking man. of the interest me and mark had and i just shot it to him it's a dope and name he was bro, like, and i I like it and i was like wait what because that was just the first uh, thing no. i came up with and i was like wait what it's I'm like, like nah, man fine, i like it man so fire he was right there with his wife and showed it to his wife gave her showed her the name and she was like I like
1: it. Once wife like, give yeah. <laughs> what, what? it okay, bro, it's, Yeah,
0: It's good, man. Then we shouted to some other friends, and they was like, yeah, I like it. And I was like, all right. Let's roll, with it, roll with it. Let's roll, let's roll, with, roll it. with it. For sure. So, earliest memories, hip-hop. I kind of explained mine or whatever a little bit, but I can still go, you know. Um, earliest memories, hip-hop. So, we we talking second of CHH. The reason we say CHH is a lot of people are A lot of people, y'all might not know about that. (laughs) CHH was a term coined as far as Christian hip hop, so basically, it's people within the hip hop scene who are Christians or basically, um, Christ glorifying, God glorifying music that is strictly made uh, from a Christian, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, it's usually used to edify the body or just, you know, help people in their times and their Mm -hmm. struggles, whatever it does. Mm -hmm. A lot, so that's what we mean when we say that because of course when we had our moment our salvation experience all that and then we end up getting introduced Mm. to that side of music and it opened up a whole other world for for real
1: so earliest
0: memories for me hip-hop um i was saying going uh going to school listening my cousin tapes riding with my uncles listening to music uh Like when I tell you, it it ranges for me. Like a lot of people don't remember a group from Flint, Michigan called Top Authority.
1: Man, never heard of them.
0: See, (laughs) like that (laughs) with me. Like I remember that Top Authority or whatever from Flint, Michigan or whatever. Um, MC Breed, uh, who was from Michigan also. Mm -hmm. I think he was from Flint, but he spent some time in Cali too. Um, Tupac. Uh, Shoot, of course, Ghetto Boys. Yeah, that Chucky song with Bushwick used yeah, to yeah. haunt me for a little bit. Come on, man! You know? Come on, bro! <laughs> but yeah, I'm talking. Uh, and growing up, I was a I was a West Coast rap kid over East Coast. Okay. So Compton's Most Wanted, MC8, Cube, Dre, Snoop, Pac. Even though you consider Pac both East and West Coast. Yeah. Yeah. Um. God, people like that. So I was more south, of course, UGK. Uh, mm-hmm. DJ Screw mm-hmm. technically raised me. Come on, bro. We're talking you about from a music raise. standpoint. Yeah, for real, though. You know, the whole SUC Come on, Kiki, Pokey Hawk, Fat Pat, ESG. Yeah. Flip. I like. Yeah. Keep going on and on. Come on, bro. So that was what was big for me. And um, that was what influenced me. So earliest memories of hip hop, man, it's gotta be probably I would say the Yo M T V raps or Rap City. Um they used to play music when I was young or whatever and they say I used to just dance. I was just like bounce up and down. Hey, come on man! You know and I was like I was like talking probably like two or whatever. So I don't remember it, but that's what they told me. Yeah. But that's just my early memories, you know. Stuff like that. Old shows, cassette tapes. Like some people don't don't even know what that's about, you know. Great tapes when is, it comes man. to screw tapes yeah. or just cassette tapes, come period. On. You know, Walkmans, stuff mm. like that. You know, like I was the nerdy kid. Christmas come around. I'm walking around. I don't care. I'm walking around my Walkman <laughs> with my headphones on. <laughs> I'm jamming mystical. So you mystical, know what I'm saying? Man. Somebody come like on, that, bro. you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm listening to music. On, That's bro. just how it always was for me. Music yeah. always spoke to me. It always influenced me. Hip-hop, hip-hop, the 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 sound of it, the music of it, mm. stuff like that is just something I always resonated for real, with. For
1: real, for you real. Know? That's dope, bro. Because I wish, like, me and Adam, my little brother, and we grew up, man. We were my mom was way, I guess she was very strict, man, when it came to, mm-hmm. the, um, you mm-hmm. know, our our listening choices and what we listened to, man. So, um, a lot of, I guess, when it comes to hip hop, the majority of hip hop I listened to was whatever came on the radio at that yeah. time. You know, middle radio station, uh, Z sixteen, man. Oh uh, man, we just never heard of it. Oh, this is old school, right? It's way okay. back, bro. <laughs> so, it was on AM man station, but um, uh, yeah, man. So, of so my earliest memories, um, of course, well, whatever came on the radio, man. I remember like um, since my mom would never buy us like any or allow us to get any other uh, cassette tapes or buy nothing like that, you know, if it had cursing in it. Yeah. It was off man, it was off limits, dude. Like Walmart came know. in clutch
0: with that though. Walmart used yes, to say edited the editor And
1: hey, <laughs> you know came my first my one of the first album like cassette tapes I got mm-hmm. was some Coolio dude. Like uh, Coolio, you know when he first when he Fantastic came out. Fantastic Voice. I think so. It it was like I was really liked him when um that song was that Gangsters uh um, Gangsters Paradise. Yeah, dude, that was a, On the Dangerous know, dude, Minds movie. On that dangerous minds movie for mm-hmm. real though. And that's probably that's like that and was it, uh, Pete
0: Cuglio That was Cuglio at his height like Cuglio his couldn't height, miss yeah, yeah Yeah for real though When man. he was dropping singles Cuglio was dropping singles Come on and man And he couldn't miss No not no. at
1: all man But um, that's some marvelous memories bro Like That's like one of the first cassette tapes I got a rap albums I got dad And I had uh, a Bone Thugs man In, in Harmony when The, the Crossroads um, Oh yeah But this was
0: Was it the single the Crossroads single. Single? single? Okay, it was so it was the remix. It was the one that everybody knows. Yeah. I'm gonna miss yeah. everybody. Gonna miss everybody. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. man. The single. For real, yeah. that's it, man. Because what a lot of people don't know is when that album first mm-hmm. dropped, the East 1999 Eternal album, Crossroads, there's an original version. That song that everybody knows now is the remix. Come on. That's the DJ Unique remix. Wow. Yeah. So there's huh. an original version um, of Crossroads. It's not as good as that one, but it's still good. Come on. Now let's be clear. That album, that East 1999 Eternal album for Bone Thugs, mm-hmm. is hands down a classic. For sure. Hands yeah. down a classic. Most definitely. Phenomenal album. Phenomenal man. Should I have been listening to that at my age? No. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Phenomenal albums. Hanging around with my uncles and stuff like that. Phenomenal albums. Bone. Bone influenced some of y'all rappers today. I, I'm just saying, yeah, I'm just new to that. Some know. of them rappers that y'all like now, they might not admit it, but Bone influenced them.
1: Come on, for yeah. real, though, man. Yeah, so, man. So, um, that was some of the earliest um experiences, man. Um, so, see,
0: yours happened a little bit later than it me. It
1: happened man. a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a, a cousin who lived in Houston, man. He was, uh, he was a rapper, man. Um, My cousin, Shailen. Um, he got kind it. of, uh, was like a big well, influence too.
0: Well, did he have a rap name?
1: Uh, Lil Shay. He was, uh, with, uh, S-U-C and he rapped with them boys, okay. man. Never, Wood Hardheads. And,
0: oh, yeah, what you know about Wood Hardheads, man?
1: Uh, from my kinfo, bro. Really? He me on that, man. Yeah.
0: Um, I, I had to go back and check they tapes and see if he was ever, I got oh, some, nah. uh,
1: I actually got some on my iTunes. Um, I can let you peep out, man. But, um, yeah, he was uh, a, a big influence okay. when it came to, to hip hop, man. Um. I just wanted to be like him. That's Kiki know? Hood. Herschel. Yeah, Herschelwood, Wood, bro. And uh, that kind of like really inspired me, influenced me to start writing, you know. Mm-hmm. It was all from him, you know. That's um, dope. Yeah, he was. Um,
0: and he grew up in Lake Charles?
1: Shailen, yeah. Okay. And he moved to Houston later. Okay. Um, yeah, man. Uh, tragically, I mean, he lost his life to, um, I mean, some violence, man. <sighs> um, yeah, bro. He was killed, man. He was murdered. Um, But he was one of my. um. No biggest influence when it came to hip hop, you know, and what really, yeah. really inspired me to, you know, to start writing. So that could
0: got that right there mm-hmm. can now tie in to next question is mm-hmm. because of hip hop and because your cousin got involved in some stuff, probably shouldn't have got involved in, you know, mm-hmm. just some unfortunate situation, you know, how was rap, you know, hip hop, how is it perceived in your family? So we'll touch on family first, then we'll touch on how it was perceived in the church. Because of how I grew up I grew up Baptist And I'm assuming You grew up Baptist so For sure you know? man
1: Black, black so, Zion Temple Baptist Church Boom man. There it is no, So I we do. gonna touch on Family And <laughs> hey. we gonna go on that Because I think that there's a, um, There might be A a connection there You know mm-hmm. They kind of probably mm-hmm. Felt the same way mm-hmm. It's interesting Because I was thinking About this on the way here Like my mom Wouldn't allow I don't know if it was just The the cursing She didn't want us cursing Or the the words that would drop You feel me um, Yeah but, at the same time, man, we would be listening to, you know, R. Kelly and mm. Joe to see all these other cats, Silk, mm-hmm. you feel me, and like, yeah. I mean, what were they messages, you yeah. know,
0: you know what I'm saying? They, like, so, well, well, they, were, they was like, making love songs on song, song. Not necessarily. Hey, Maybe the people y'all man. grew up on Sing by Joe to see and R. Kelly was trying to get in them guts. That's a like it is. They was Hell trying to sing yeah. them panties off the One there. intention,
1: man. That was yeah. it, you know? Um, yeah. But, yeah, so... She didn't again, man. They didn't have a um I guess overtly negative um thoughts about hip hop, but they just they needed to screen everything we listened to, you feel me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um but yeah, and they just they did their best to their best to try to uh shelter us from, you know, all that stuff that I would listen to, I guess when I was around my friends. I mean Mm-hmm. I had a partner, you know, that's how I came upon like a No Limit dude because he was a straight No Limit mean, fan, bro. Every tape that came out from that P. Screw, cream, and, no man, oh gosh, Screw and No Limit raised me.
0: Oh my God. Screw and No Limit raised me. P, I'm I'm one of P's underlings. Hey, yeah, <laughs> yeah for, this is for real though, man. Yeah. Like, man, he discipled us, man. Yeah, really. He on. did. He did, but, man.
1: And all that she didn't know about, you know, we never mm-hmm. like told her in any of that, that we were listening to, you know, with my, oh, I I you. With my partner, you know what I'm saying? I got so, you. Cause I knew the reaction, you know, she would have, but, um, yeah. Other than that, man, that was the, the, the just of it, man. Okay. It was just the con. I mean, she was worried about the, the content, content and, and the and influence it would have language. on us. Yep.
0: Yeah. My mom, you could say mom and dad relatively the same, but I remember she started getting my brother in the, uh, in back. uh, Parental advisory music over there when he was 12. Uh, so and I remember right as I'm approaching 12 or whatever. It was a no limit tape too. I feel like it was steady. Mobbing's album. Okay. Uh, I feel like my brother had them, but I don't know. I feel like I bought that. That was the first one I bought. Steady Mobbing's album was, that was if I could change, uh, Fast living and got me trapped in the street mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. Before I die, I hope I something, make a change or whatever. So that was a super, super popular. That was a, um, uh, what's his name? What's the guy's name? Bobby Caldwell, the white dude okay. who seen What You Wanna Do For Love Yeah, and nobody yeah, knew yeah. he was white. Yeah, yeah. Like I saw that video <laughs> a few years ago and I said, what? Nobody told me this? For years, hey, man, for years, I thought he was black over The way he was singing over there, but nobody man. knew. I saw the video, and I'm like, nah, nah, he y'all playing deceived, with me right Yeah, he was deceived, y'all, man. Y'all playing me right now, but yeah, they used his song. So it was right before I turned 12 over there, so I was 11, and yeah, but other than that, it was editing music, you know, uh, buying it from Walmart, E40, uh. Mm. E-40 was mm. a huge influence mm-hmm. for me, too. That's another on, one. E-40, to me, is still a legend. Does not get the respect he deserves. Yeah, for real, for real. And in my opinion, I don't care what nobody says. From the 90s when he was around, the 2000s, the 2010s, every decade, E-40 keeps a hit. Yeah. Sprinkle Me, that was his oh. 90s hit. And he had some other ones that I believe, too. For Sprinkle Me, wasn't even his best song. Right, right, right. 2000s. I would say two of them, both on the same album. Tell Me Mm -hmm. When to Go. Mm -hmm. When John did that album for him, and that You and That Booty, the one Mm -hmm. with T Pain and Candy. Mm -hmm. Those two, Mm or whatever. And then the 2010s, uh, Options. Come on. That everybody got trusted. Nope. Mm -hmm. Yep. That song. Hit. For real. real. I think he said to this day, well, he did say that song made him the most money. Wow. Yeah, that's like a few times platinum, just that song on. He ain't on no major. He getting all the money, for sure. You know, for sure. so and wow. then now I'm pretty sure in this these 2020s, he's gonna. I would argue that he already has one, it just hadn't taken off it's yet. take it off, yeah. But that sorry on this the side or whatever, but that guy keeps a hit. I don't care what nobody say. Yeah, guy keeps a hit, but so yeah, it mm-hmm. was influenced by that. Um And my mom knew because I'd be around. My, I always wanted to be around my uncles and my cousins stuff like that. Man, mm-hmm. that's what they listen to. Just. Tapes, man. I'm talking just tapes on tapes. i you know, I remember Tenga, Crime Boss, uh, Born Twice, like all this old mm-hmm. names that I'm saying. People that they have no idea, no, tonight. no
1: clue, man, for real.
0: Yeah, just a bunch of people. Tenga was uh, show enough, show yeah, yeah. The girls mm-hmm. in the club showing up, shaking it. Mm-hmm. You know, that was a uh, Jazzy mm-hmm. Fay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and uh, I'm So Tired of balling. Mm-hmm. That was Teagan. Crime Boss was uh, Story Goes. Uh, gosh. So Crime Boss used to be with Suave House. Suave okay. House was a balling and MJG's label. Uh, you fooled with with Too Short? Mm. I, my uncle was a huge Too Short He's, fan. Yeah. Um, I was okay with Short, too. Bit different From the Short was super nasty, though, with his, with his <laughs> content. Super nasty. I remember my uncle... <laughs> Uh, let me buy that cocktail CD. I had to sneak and listen that because that first hey, song, oh, come on, man! Man, too short was out of his yeah, mind with man. these lyrics but yeah. So, but that Get In Where You Fit In album, I loved that album from too short. That's the one where he's on the cover in the suit. I want to mm-hmm. say it's either black or purple suit, it's got black and purple letters and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That was uh, is that the Money in the Ghetto album? Mm, I'm not sure, but yeah, so. That heavily influenced me. Wow. So, my family, they knew I was listening to her stuff like that. But my mom, she just knew it was so much a part of me. Yeah. But I wasn't a terrible kid either. I was a good kid. So, she just kind of trusted me, just like, look, man. Yeah, man. So don't go out doing no crazy stuff and saying all the stuff that people are doing. Mm. Some of the stuff you're hearing that, I ain't about to sit there and do that. Hmm.
1: No, Cause I'm hearing man. the stuff that come with it. Nah, I, uh-uh. I don't
0: want to feel like I'm getting shot. I don't want to get shot. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> mm-mm, mm-mm. So you ain't got to worry about me doing that, there. Hey, for real, but no, yeah. bro. Now, fast mm. forward to the church. Mm. Growing up, grew up black Baptist church. Mm-hmm. Hip hop wasn't necessarily. Um, it definitely wasn't celebrated. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely wasn't applied like it was allowed. Uh, Sometimes maybe at a vacation Bible school or something like that, they may remix a song like that, you know, for okay. you to do. You know. Mm. May take one of those songs and remix. I remember my cousin, man. Do you remember that song? It was by a female rapper, her name was Nonchalant. It was that five o'clock in the morning, where you gonna be outside on the corner? I don't know if you knew it. It was it was really the only song people remember from it that I even remember over there. So the video was popping off or whatever. Okay. So um, I remember you did a remix. vacation Bible school.
1: <laughs> Man, what church <laughs> was it, uh, did you go to? What's the so name of your in
0: Orange, I went to Mount Caverry Baptist okay, Church. Okay, you went to Mount Caverry Baptist Church. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I was at vacation Bible school at my aunt's church, 6th um, Street, right? And they made my cousin, the <laughs> remix that song, man. Hey. That one was 5 o'clock in the morning. Where you going to be at church praising God? 5 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Where you going to be <laughs> at church praising God. You better get yourself together. Like, that was the lyrics of the song. Yeah. Like, you better get yourself together and all that. But it was 5 o'clock in the morning. Where you going to be outside on the corner. You better get yourself together. Get yourself together. That right, was the right. way the lyrics went or whatever. Okay. So, but, yeah. Basically, they just took out the outside on the cone and put at Church Praising God. Mm. And I remember they gave my cousin Mike and let her do that at a vacation Bible school. Uh, you know, vacation <laughs> Bible school at the week, you go through yeah. the week, and then at yeah. night, you have your little, um, I guess, last performance service or whatever yeah. kind of thing, so, yeah. I know, man. Matter of fact, that dog on Bible school, too, that vacation Bible school, they had me sing a song, dog.
1: You um, singing a solo, man.
0: Nah, it was. I was so mad because I'm going there that week or whatever. And they wanted a boy to volunteer to sing that song or whatever. My cousin, the one who's five o'clock in the morning, that <laughs> one, Jeremy. You know, that's how they pronounce my name. My name is actually pronounced Jeremy, but right, they Jeremy. And then next thing you know, I'm like, why are you volunteering me? Nobody else is, you know, stepping to do it. So I gotta sing the song. And I still remember the thing. It's uh. So the song was called Jombo. Jombo is, if I'm not mistaken, it's an African word. I'm not sure where, but it means hello. Okay. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the crazy thing about that is it was me and a little white kid. You, what? <laughs> yeah, it was me and a little white kid what? that did the song. Hold on, man.
1: So <laughs> was he the only white? He had to be the only white yes, kid. Yes, he in was the DH. only white kid. I remember So man. was he a member of the church or was he just going there
0: for the Bible vacation school? That's they knew him. Really? So, I guess they were members there at that time. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So. I thought
1: that was. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Something that, that.
0: wasn't allowed was a kind of frowned pie, Now, nah, I mean, I remember, you know, people would say don't cuss on church ground or don't listen to rap music on church ground over mm-hmm. there. But, you know, I remember that. But then when church wasn't going on, now, we'd be at my cousin's house and stuff like that. And they had a church like literally right by their house over there when church wasn't going on. You know, we out there hooping, you know, on the church parking lot and, you know, playing the music. So, mm-hmm. yeah. It's the same, man. I would it's say. still not a religious spirit stuff,
1: though. Yeah. I would say it was the same in my church, man. Just the um, the perception of, of hip hop was, you know, I think it, it got labeled the same way as uh, people labeled, uh, you know, rock and roll back then. It was like devils, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's, it's the devil's music. You know what I'm saying? So um mm-hmm. yeah, and I I grew up with that, um with that at, at my own church, you know what I'm saying? Hip hop yeah. was um it was frowned upon, you know what I'm saying, saying, because of what the perception of hip hop gave, you know what I'm saying, was, you know, I guess when people looked at it, it was thuggish. you know what I'm saying? They weren't promoting anything godly or whatever. Um, so there it was always it had a negative, uh, a negative vibe, man, it gave people Another the church I went to, man, me and my brother, um, this was later in life, man. We actually performed like uh, a hip hop song, man. We we mm. wrote a song together, man. We, we performed it at, I think, I think he told me about the that. church, bro. For real. I think he um, told me about that. And that probably was the first time they ever heard
0: some rap
1: in because that church. Because you rapped
0: and he played,
1: right? Um, I think at that time he wasn't even playing guitar, man. This is way back, bro. He wasn't playing he either
0: guitar or piano? Mm-mm.
1: He wasn't okay. playing. Nah, this was way back. Okay. This was before that. Um, okay. um he um yeah, didn't, he was just Didn't y'all singing. perform
0: before Well, you rapped and he did the guitar? Mm-hmm. We've did y'all do that like at a wedding or we've I done that plenty, yeah. Okay, okay. have done just make we've it done sure. it. Um uh, we've
1: done it actually at, at my wedding and um at my cousin and Nate's wedding too. Okay, we've so done it. Yeah, 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 Okay. We done it, man. So um yeah, bro. So we um performed as you know, we, we rapped at church, you know, gospel rap, you know, and it had some good I mean, some People were um, blessed by it, and some people still turn their nose up at it. You know, like, I just can't do it, like hip hop, and you know. So, man, there was there was a lot of that, but um, and I think I don't know, bro. It just got the people just have negative, just negative views. You know, the, the church did for a, a long time. You know, um, but yeah, that was my experience with church, man. We just Something that was frowned upon, you know, Yeah. when it came to hip hop.
0: Yeah. Okay. So frown. Yeah. So now older, getting introduced to your faith, whether you've had this supernatural salvation experience or just, you know what, Jesus, I'm just going to trust in you. And I'm right with you. -hmm. But now all of a sudden you're influenced by the sound of hip hop. The, the, the 808s, the mm. claps, the kicks, mm. you name it. The synths, what have you. Yeah, yeah. And now, all of a sudden, you get introduced to um what's called this C-H-A scene. And now, all of a sudden, you're getting introduced to all these different rappers. And it's like these slept on dudes who really, really got skilled and stuff mm. like that. And it's like, okay, like where's this been? And now... Mm. This is dope. This is helping me. This is helping me with my walking stuff. So, you know, what albums helped you as far as in your walk, as far as to impact your growth? You know, as a man in Christ, mm-hmm. what albums would you say then impact you?
1: C H H. Yeah, I would say um, "Moment of Truth" by The Truth was first like one. the first. Yeah, that was the first.
0: A song. lot, a lot of people were really like that album. I was kind of so-so on it. Really? But granted, I got introduced to it a little late. You mm-hmm. know, I was kind of so-so on it.
1: And I think one of the things about the truth that really stood out to me, man, because um, I think I told you before, um, one of my first, I guess, experiences with Christian hip-hop, I just thought yeah. it was whack, man. And, you know, I'm like, man, I, yeah. I done stopped listening to all my all this Tupac and everything else, you know what I'm saying? They wanted me to get rid of, you mm-hmm. know, and I was influenced by that. It's like, I just, just got done with hip-hop yeah. altogether. I was like, man, then, but I still had a, mm-hmm. I wanted those 808s, man. You feel mm-hmm. me? Like, man, this was a part of me and my culture. But you telling me I can't, I can't listen to this and be a Christian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. Um, yeah. But I met this guy, man. And he, um, you know, he just put me on different um, Christian hip hop artists, man. Like, you know, Petty D. And wasn't feeling Petty D too much, man. Um, okay. I was like, I don't know about this. But there's this one. He's cast- still a legend, though. I give him that. Yeah, dude. I mean, like the first song, um. Every time I think of Pendarvis, I think of the song he did called "No Wed, No Bed." Man, I'm like you heard that joint? Mm-mm. <laughs> no Wed, No Bed. Oh, you should check that joint out, bro. But um, mm. yeah. So um, and he put me on this dude, bro. This little light skinned brother with curly hair, man. It's like, man, this dude remind me of you. You know, it's okay. like he's like his name is The Truth.
0: Okay. So I was
1: like, All right, I'm, I'm gonna check him out, bro. Yeah. So, um, like the first song when he came out, he was like, yeah. uh. Either this life is meaningless or its meaning is eclipsed by a series of events that satisfy for the moment. But once the moment is past, the moment's the past and poof, dude, you can't revive it or hold I was just mm-hmm. like, probably oh, got some skill here, mm-hmm. man. And then one of the songs that really got to me was um my testimony. Because at that moment, I was like, like, I saw myself in him. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Cause I'm like, I have the similar, I have this, we have like almost this identical testimonies. Mm-hmm. You know, and I felt like man, you can be, you can have a, a lifestyle. You know, I didn't have, you know, just um, crazy testimony where, you know, I was locked up, I was shot, and uh, mm-hmm. I had this Paul on a road to Damascus experience with, with with Christianity. I, I didn't, yeah. you know, I was pretty much raised in a church. I always loved Jesus. Mm-hmm. And this was somebody who had the same testimony, but yet he was giving God glory. And he was, it was, mm-hmm. he was um, talking about that through hip hop, being honest yes. and vulnerable. Like he don't have to be yeah. a thug to be a rap. I'm like, yeah. But he also Whoa, talked yeah. about
0: the struggle in that song of, yeah, I wasn't doing all this other stuff, but I like the girls, mm. you know, that mm-hmm. situation, you know, mm-hmm. because that is a struggle for, for real, a, especially a lot of church kids at that time. Yeah, I ain't doing all this, I ain't drinking smoke, stuff like that, but man,
1: behind mm. them closed
0: doors or whatever, hormones raging. Come on, you bro. Know, and struggling he with things.
1: Then he have a song, he had a song in there about that, huh? About sexual sins,
0: um, I believe so. I can't remember how that song. I believe so.
1: Stay away from them fly girls, shorts up to their thigh
0: girls. Yeah, that, yeah,
1: okay. that, that joint. Yeah, but yeah, man. So the truth was a big influence, man, and that
0: kind of really got disclaimer me. for him. He's one of my goals easily. Oh, for sure. I, even though that man. first album wasn't, I, I, I don't rate it maybe as high as everybody else. You know that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's under, his talent is undeniable. Yeah. And as it's he good, got older, man. he got better. Like, it's yeah. insane. I would say so, too,
1: bro. Yeah. Um, But that's yes, what done it, man. And um, next who came? Flame. That's when Flame came out. And Flame mm-hmm. had a different, had a unique sound that was more, to I, me, like, Southern Like I, Southern I, yeah. alike, hey, I like Flame. Awesome.
0: But it took me a while to like Flame. And the reason it took me a while to like Flame is because somebody else was like, I don't really like Flame. So I just didn't, get, I just didn't <laughs> give him a, a chance lot. because we, somebody else said we that. We do that a lot though, <laughs> yeah. man, for real. But once I find this a flame, I'm like, okay, yeah, he got it. I see that, why. Hey. Because meeting you and Adam or whatever, Adam would talk about flame. You would talk about flame. You like, man, now nah, you need to listen. So I remember this some cross movement. Used to mm-hmm. had a website up, and I remember when I used to get the money or whatever. I used to, so I go up and buy all the old CDs or whatever. I still got my case hat, got all their CDs still in there, or whatever. So I went back and really? listened to. Uh, the flames, and I was like, "Okay, I I get it. Yeah, I get it. Edward, yeah,
1: it's dope for for real. Mm-hmm. But that's when um he's been consistent as well too. He has, and of course um Creasy came not too long. Up, I mean that real real talk drop yeah. not long after that. You know, yeah, and uh, that's when I just. Started really just plugging in, diving into this, man. And then I start going even further back than truth. I start listening yeah. to, you know, cross movement with. Um,
0: Let you me know, ask you a question. Ambassador. Just, a, just aside, if mm-hmm. we're going to go like original kind of Ergon 116, because you mentioned McCray. Mm hmm. So we talking, let's go McCray, Show, Tadashi, and Trip. Trip. Mm hmm. Who had the best <laughs> debut album out of them for, oh in your my opinion? God.
1: That's a tough one I would have to go with I might have to say Trip bro, For real
0: If they only knew If they only knew Okay I would have to go with True True then maybe so, Show so Then maybe
1: Show after that
0: Show was Turn My Life Up Turn My Life Up baby Yeah mm-hmm. man So Mine is So my favorite reach of all time Is Trip Knee mm-hmm. I Maybe it's the Texas part of him and the, the Southern draw and yeah. something like that, the Dallas, so. whatever. It's just something about him. He gets slept on a lot. Like, Tripp is amazing. He People He's, sleep on him. Yeah. I agree. But to me, what was shocking, to me, Tadashi had the best. Kingdom people. Kingdom people. Kingdom people. Go back and listen to Kingdom. It was shockingly really good. Yes. Because I didn't expect it to be as good as it was. Because enjoy it, it would it, yeah. seem like at times Tadashi would be the the weaker link out of him and Shaw or whatever, you know, just mm-hmm. kind of as far as where they were marketing and stuff like that. Yeah. That Kingdom People album or whatever was shockingly good. <laughs> like, really good. Yeah. I enjoyed
1: Kingdom People. I think Identity Crisis was better.
0: Okay. The second I one. liked Kingdom People over Identity Crisis. You said? Really? Yeah. Wow. But then okay. uh, Black Knight I liked. That more than Identity Crisis. Okay. Identity Crisis really put Tadashi up there, especially with For the sure. Make War and stuff like that. That's yeah, what people that's fell what in love with because you know you got the Piper Trump quotes vibe, right? and stuff like that. If so that's
1: still listen to that. They yeah. that's still I can go to in like a lot mm-hmm. of circles. Even like I'm I'm in i I'm in a more I guess reformed circles and they talk about, you know, yeah. they talk so about that, Tadashi, man. Like yeah. that song, so, that particular song. Yeah,
0: so that's why people love Identity Crisis so much. You mm-hmm. know, and it was a good album. Um but then you know he yeah, had that one. But then I forgot the name. Uh, what was the one? that was right after he he had lost his son. Something paradise or something like that. I forgot the name of it. Below, below, below paradise. paradise or something yeah. like that. That one. Below paradise. <laughs> that one to me his best work. No way. Oh yes. Oh. Below paradise was hard because you. That hmm. was that album to me was. This is what it's like to live as a Christian through life. Mm. You got some ups and you got some downs. downs. And it's like life hits you. Mm. and when Life hits you. Life hits you hard. Like that song complicated or whatever. Him and Christian Grey where Mm. he's talking about the death of his son and finding out and stuff like that. Oh,
1: man. man. Then just
0: a song with Crowder and stuff like that at the end.
1: I like, yeah. Yeah. What's that song? Chase. He did. He wrote for his son hmm Chasing that mug. That, that's like yeah. a tear jerk for real, mm-hmm. man. That was yeah, I, I really love that song,
0: man. Yeah. So I really do, man. So for you it was You said Trip. So that's another side note. If you said Trip had the best debut, I said to Dash. Okay. Okay. I would I, I would argue still that Trip has the best catalog overall. Like to me, Trip albums don't miss. But that's Ain't because that I'm general. biased though. Like I'm biased towards Trip. <laughs> but his albums don't miss. To me, they don't, man. I even the waiting room mixtape, like his stuff don't miss.
1: Oh, that was man, by far one of the best. I, that, still, that listen Rise album? I still listen to Rise and that, just that one he did. With I found his myself
0: at like, work a few weeks uh, ago. I was like, Oh, I forgot all about this.
1: Both the beautiful, that beautiful life, too, is like one of my favorite songs mm-hmm. ever, dude.
0: Well, Gavi did on that album, that Rise album. Oh, he amen. killed it, yeah. He man, somebody should snap Gavi. He murdered that one. That was yeah.
1: that was probably one of the best, I guess. All around with content and everything, you know. Trip is a more of a, you know, I, I look at him more pastoral, you know. what I'm yeah. saying, and just that's
0: why he do rap as guy. Like he's he it's, really just and you get that jaws being passed.
1: Yeah. You get that through his music, and he's not afraid to talk about his his struggles, and you know, yeah. you get all that, man. His the human side of him, you know, just mm-hmm. his longing for, for for God and his, you know, he's again talks about what we talked about you know just yeah. this is my weakness this is what I struggle with you know and I'm not mm-hmm. afraid to let the world know that my confidence is not in myself but it's in it's in Christ alone who yeah. gives me strength to, to persevere and that's what I get man so I love listening to those albums man because it gives me hope <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying like yeah. it's okay I'm gonna be, we gonna be alright you know so
0: let's end it off then with a little rapid fire mm-hmm. so I'll name some labels or whatever and just you may say who impacted you the most or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, you got lap mode, you got cross movement. Who you going with? Yep. I threw it out there because I knew that was going to give you trouble. Don't that's really give me trouble but I knew it was going to give you lamp trouble. Mode who, reach? No, lap mode, and cross movement. Oh, wow. That's See, like... I knew that was going to give you trouble. It's not going to give me trouble.
1: Man, dude. So I say, "Lamp mode." I'm like, the only one really I bang with is uh, Shy Stephen Levite.
0: See, Lamp mode. <laughs> if, if we're like, talking like, early, we go Shy Stephen Levi Who else? See, here's the Jason. So, if we're talking early, well, Jason was considered early. You know, what was that with Lamp mode, or he yeah. went that late, later? Well, his first album ended up getting re uh, the season put on that. Yeah,
1: remember that. Mm-hmm. Okay, but so, yeah. Who has influenced me? That's the question. Influenced me more? But
0: see, Lammo Lam- Lam- has one of my favorite artists. I'm going to have to and, go, and and Lam- gotta yeah. go with Lampo. I got to go with Lampo. Okay. Because Lam- okay. they got SO. I forgot. But SO is so, the guy yeah, who's S.O. later. Hey. SO to me is one of my favorites or oh, whatever. But me, so, it's, it's cross movement, though, like without a doubt. Because when I'm going to get cross moving the roster, the you legends, can argue dude. because yeah. remember they had the venture with McCray for the As the Music Stops. Mm hmm. But we're talking Andy. the truth. Yep. I don't care. I understand you don't like that album. It's not as big on it, but open book for me, I was like, okay, truth is here. I don't do this for truth fame is here. I don't do this for fame. Uh, that open book album, especially the uh the song um uh, Regrets. Mm-hmm. Where it sounds like the Jay Z uh, 99 problems. Mm-hmm. DJ Official did the B Gang. Like, oh, oh come. On, that open book album Truth for me. Is. Up here. Truth Just. Um, oh,
1: but But, um, and well, Ambassador's been uh, I love. Uh, Ambassador, hands down, is one of the yeah. best stuff. But no, Slept on, on, But you know who Slept On? Fanatic. To me, it's the yeah. most slept on Christian CHH artist yeah. there is. And he's probably one of the He's definitely He's definitely, I mean. Top but I would like, argue that rap I'm, lyric wise, I'm like, I would
0: man. argue that what he does Bad outside rapping probably mm-hmm. is his book writing.
1: It's his book writing, yeah.
0: Man, it's good at book writing. I he have um,
1: navigating the n word by uh, by Fnatic. Mm-hmm. That's a really dope. That's mm-hmm. a really dope read, man. Mm-hmm. And I read another one. He I had not read, hadn't read art, that one yet. Art and music. I mean okay. art, and, um, art and music. Yeah, I forgot the name of that one, man. But that one was uh, that was
0: a good one. Yeah. His Allegory, City of Allegory, the first one, I hadn't read the second one, but that was good. Really? Mm-hmm. I haven't read that one. Because it, it's a Chronicles of Narnia vibe. Really? Mm-hmm. I need to
1: check that one out. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I haven't read that one. So, but um,
0: yeah, see, me, it's got to be cross-moving because we're talking, you brought up Amber and Fanatic, and I wasn't crazy on either one of those two, even though they were okay. You know, I know y'all, y'all loved Ambassador, but it was the truth for me. It was Flame. JR was dope too. I. Me just personally, mm-hmm. I loved Everyday Process. <laughs> I did Mac the Doolo, son huh? Mac in Israel. I loved Everyday Process, man. Uh, I'm trying to think who else they yeah. had. They even brought my boy K Drama over there for a time. I was one of the guys who I liked K Drama, and that We Fit album was uh, a good album because talking about getting fit spiritually, mm-hmm. but also. Get your, fit
1: way yeah. Get your weight up. Get your weight up. I remember yeah. that. Now mm-hmm.
0: the only thing I guess the only knock about K drama was he always made anthems for youth groups, so his um, hooks tend to be a he bit more. Yeah, yeah. he catered, catered more towards that crowd. Yeah, um, but yeah, for me it would be because remember they had Young Josh at one point. Yeah, they did. The Philly yeah. boy. I wonder what happened. And then home. Swift. They had Swift too. Cause Swift, remember? Well, I don't know if you remember, was kind of <laughs> on lamp mode at first before he went to. Mm-hmm because that first album was kind of with a little visual ammo and stuff right, like that, then right. boom, he went to cross-movement. Mm. That's when you got songs like, you got the album like Anthem and songs like uh, Our God is an Awesome guy. like using oh, that sample. Yeah. And, I love that one. Yeah. That and is, that's probably that's still fun. his biggest the song today. Best. So me, it'd be cross-movement. For
1: sure. It's, but we're not talk, excluding uh, True Life and Tonic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> they didn't it True make it, not. This is yeah. that True Life album. Oh, my God, it's trash, man.
0: I didn't listen to True Life's album. I bought Tonic's album. And me personally, I liked
1: it. Uh, what was it? The Dash, right?
0: hmm The Dash, yeah. Yeah. Because that helped me. And I remember speaking to youth a few times over there. And it's like, that helped me understand, like, okay, there's a, there's a beginning date. There's mm-hmm. an end date. But mm-hmm. it's always a dash in the middle. So mm-hmm. that's what matters the most. What happens in between? Mm. Between when you're born and... Your final resting day. What happens in between, that? like, what is your life going to look like?
1: An ambassador had that. Um, you're born, you suffer, you die, but there's a loophole. Remember that one? On uh, that was on Christology. You was the first You album. suffer, you yeah. die. Don't, don't remember there's that one. A loophole. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, yeah. Um. Man,
1: yeah, it's dope, bro.
0: I'm trying to think of somebody, but well, people always compare them, so they always say for reach. They say Reach versus GOM. GOM is kind of that native breed, though. Mm. And I don't know if you're really going to listen to their artists like that, you know. I'm not. But nah, when I tell I'm you not. Biz got a roster of spitters. Really? If it's just off rapping technique, period, mm-hmm. and who can spit, Biz Group hands down.
1: Hey, man, why, why we didn't bring up, uh, is KB still with Reach?
0: Nah, KB got pretty much his own, but okay. he's with Sony. I was
1: like man he nah
0: because that's a whole nother yeah yeah he's huh. quite the animal too
1: he's the beast bro i forgot when he he started with reach right mm-hmm. okay
0: mm-hmm. had a good ep with him hmm. he kind of started out in HGA or whatever but they bring it in yeah. you know they had songs and stuff but they had no album nothing like that you know hmm. so yeah if it comes to music standpoint, of whatever, I think Reach, the body of work that they have is kind of undeniable. Mm. But if it comes to the actual talent and skill of rapping, you know, like Biz, his roster is. He has more, yeah, loaded. He got I mean, he, he loaded. Wow. He is loaded. The way he grabbed him, too. Jerry Sanders is insanely good. That's one guy you need to start listening to. Go back and listen to some of his old work with mixtapes, stuff like that. But I'm talking about his old album, Daylight Savings Time. Then uh, I forgot the one that's right after that. God, I forgot the one that's right after that. But then he got like the Hope is Dope mixtapes. But then um, the Hurry Up and Wait album. Oh, Hurry Up and Wait album so hard. (laughs) And Then he got the... I'm trying to remember. The, Hope is Dope 2 is the next album after that. That's the mm-hmm. album. Hope is Dope was a mixtape, but then Hope is Dope 2 is an album. But okay. uh, he is from... I believe he's either from North Carolina or South Carolina and then was living in Florida for a little bit. But yeah. He's like influenced by uh, Little Brother. That's Fonte and Big Pooh. Those rappers. Little Brother used to be a group. I don't know if you knew about him. That was Fonte, mm-hmm. Big Pooh, and... Um, Fonte Big Poo, and the producer was Knife wonder, Okay, but I mean Knife ain't the produce anymore or whatever, so it's just them. So, yeah, that's pretty much that. So, if you ever want to ever kind of go listen, just listen to them or there, you'll see kind of where you get his influence from. Okay, yeah, yeah, to check that out. Yeah, but I say that. So, wow. uh, on that note, um. Anything you want to leave I close it out with? Say anything at all. What you thinking? Um. I really just kind of want to, um,
1: you know, close it out, maybe with a verse. Okay. Um, what I was thinking, um, was that, um, there's a verse in Colossians 1. Okay. Um, it says he is the, um. image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation um, for all things in heaven and on earth were created in him. All things were visible, whether visible or invisible, whether thrones or dominions, whether principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him. Uh, he himself is before all things and all things are held together um, in him. And I'm just, you know, just thinking about, you know, how Christ, I mean, he, he's preeminent, you know, over um, all all of life and all things are, you know, belong to him. And, um, especially when it comes to, we are talking about art and and hip hop, you know, it's still, it's under his, you know, his his authority and, um, Mm -hmm. and it's an art form. And, um, I'm just thinking of, uh, you know, ambassador in the thesis, that album, you know, he talked Mm -hmm. a lot about, um, he was basically schooling the the church and kind of giving them hope, like Mm -hmm. trying to, lecture them like hey, hip-hop can be used you know it's a tool you know that can be used for the glory of, of god you know hip-hop injected with the gospel of jesus christ can become a beautiful and a marvelous thing um when it comes to ev- evangelism and teaching mm-hmm. you know and education all these things you know so we and we're we're quick i mean people are too quick to throw a an, an art form or a genre so we're doing throwing away mm-hmm. genres and um you yeah. know what i think about i look at scripture um, scripture is laced, the Bible is laced with, it's not just one particular um, type of book. You know, there's there's poetry, mm-hmm. you know, there's the letters, there's mm-hmm. the gospel, there's prophecy, mm-hmm. there's history. So there's different genres in the Bible yeah. we read, but yet they're all communicating the same truths, maybe differently. But when you look at the Psalms, I mean, that's pretty much, that can be labeled, you would say that that's hip hop, man. That's like the the way the art form Good. is, it's it's musical you know when david is reflecting um a lot of times i mean he's not the only author in the songs but you know from um but he talks about the issues that he's dealing with the issues of his heart you know he's communicating things that you may feel you know i think a lot of hip-hop artists do the same you know they communicate the experiences that Mm -hmm. that you're feeling yeah but it's through an art form songs
0: yeah i definitely i would argue too I would argue that proverbs got a lot of bars there. They just don't rhyme. For real, they man. just Don't rhyme. Real, real they got a lot of bars yeah. now. Proverbs, of course, being the book of wisdom and all, just kind of makes you. It opens you up to just realize how dumb you really are. Mm. You know. Yeah, sure. Know. Especially when you kind of think you really got it figured out, you kinda mm-hmm. and you kind of really know everything, and then they hit you with something. And you're just like, well, dang, that's me. For real. And then the first yeah. guy that's telling you what you are. And the second guy mm-hmm. is telling you probably what you shouldn't be doing and probably how you see yourself. And it's like, oh. Yeah. Okay. For real. I shouldn't be celebrating. Yeah, I, got, I know, right? I shouldn't rig ahead really his arrogance and stuff. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. But that's what um I think we should encourage people to. You know, I know I was told to throw away all my hip hop, but you gotta replace that with something. You gotta replace yeah. it, man. And there's there's hip hop, man, that's um yeah, that's godly and you know, and it's good. It sounds good, man. It's, yeah. it's, it's legit, man. And um
0: and there comes a With wisdom and maturity that comes, like, can you handle the content of other stuff and Mm -hmm. things of that nature? And it's like, if it's conflicting with your spirit and stuff like that, by all means, refrain from it. For sure. But as far as partaking in what people would call secondary music, secondary hip hop and stuff, you kind of have to have the spirit for it. And also, what are you doing? Are you, a lot of people listen to, like, see their worldview, like, man, why do they think that way? Why do Mm. they feel that way? Like, why are they saying these things? Like, but then you kind of think, man, what was their childhood like? What was their upbringing like? What are they going through in life right mm-hmm. now? That kind of thing or whatever. So some people listen to it for, man, just trying to give a grasp on their worldview. Yeah. 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 Even from I a agree. apologetic standpoint to maybe mm-hmm. battle it. Some people listen to it because sometimes they just like to have a ratchet moment. I get it. It is. It is. Like, I get it for real, man. There we are times all, I just want to have a ratchet moment. <laughs> we do, man. I get it daily, Only yeah. daily, man. For real. So I get it, whatever. Mm. So I would just uh, mm. say that just kind of just use wisdom for it. Just know that if you're struggling with that, there are other avenues, other that you can listen to. But just understand also. Now close out on this is if you reach that point in your life and you know music was a big influence for you and. The, the stuff you normally would listen to or whatever is not really helping you as much anymore, you know, just as far as influence. And what I would say do is, um, for a season, just kind of put it away a little bit and just see if there's other music and things like that that you can listen to and just be encouraged by. So, um, I thank y'all for tuning in. Um, thank y'all for coming out and just kind of listen to us, you know, uh, sharing our heart today um like i said i hope this will just be something that kind of you would tune into and it just kind of be on your heart and stuff like that just be willing to tune in with us and just listen and i just thank y'all for tuning in we'll see y'all again next week hey peace